When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, we have a lot to cover, including Bitcoin hitting a new six-week high as Ethereum liquidates 240 million in more shorts. Now check this out. El Salvador's ambassador to the U.S. quoting her here. We didn't go for CBDC, central bank digital currency. We went straight for the best, which is Bitcoin. Preach and this just in Elon Musk, thank God, declined FTX CEO offer to invest 10 to 15 billion dollars in the Twitter takeover and quitting Ben Armstrong, aka BitBoy, Sam Bankman Fried would offer you up as a human sacrifice before he would let you make a decentralized transaction. And he also shared this poll. Who would you trust more with crypto regulation? And 67% said Richard Hart, 17% said Joe Biden, and only 15% said Sam Bankman Fried and breaking news just in el salvador opens a bitcoin embassy in the city of lugano switzerland that's right as the mass adoption around the world continues also in today's show ripple claims that more decentralization is occurring as xrp holdings drop to 50 percent that's right they shared in their latest xrp market reports they discussed ripple holdings are now less than 50 percent of the total supply total supply which is the least amount they have ever had. Also in today's show, the former Obama advisor bets his Porsche. The Bitcoin will rally again to $60,000. Send it, quitting him here from a recent television interview. I am incredibly bullish on this. I am buying Bitcoin right now. I'll bet you my Porsche Bitcoin gets back to $60,000. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing the Ethereum price breaching $3,000 level in 2023, and we'll discuss them when this is likely to occur. According to crypto analysts, CryptoCalio and we'll also be discussing a whopping $450,000 Bitcoin price prediction from crypto analyst TechDev, who shares this macro Elliott Wave Theory chart, which shows you the king crypto hitting between $100,000 and $120,000 in cycle three of this Elliott Wave Theory in 2023 and hitting $300,000 to $450,000 in 2025. I'll be breaking this down for you. And of course, we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And for those just tuning in, I want to welcome 
everyone to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is podcast episode number 1089 of the Crypto News Alerts pod, and I'm your host, JV, and today is October 29th, Saturday, 2022. Now, as you can see, the entire crypto market is currently surging and pumping and in the green, which we love to see. So let's dive right into today's Bitcoin price action, taking a look at Coin360. We can see Bitcoin up about three quarters of a percent for the day, looking to test that $21,000 resistance as we're currently trading at around 20900 at the time of this live stream. We got Ethereum up a whopping 4%, trading back above $1,600. Binance, Coin, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, and XRP all breaking out and in the green, while Cardano is up a whopping 6.5%, trading above $0.43. Cents. Dogecoin up a whopping 55%, trading at $0.13.5. Cents. And even Shiba Inu up 17%, but still trading at virtually nothing. And all of you holding Doge and Shiba, thank Elon Musk, which is the reason why this is currently pumping. And checking out the latest statistics from Coin Market Cap, the crypto market cap is now back above that critical one trillion dollar milestone. Currently sitting above one trillion and thirty two billion dollars, with about eighty three billion in volume in the past twenty four hours. With Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at thirty eight point eight percent, and the Ether dominance on the rise at nineteen point four percent. And checking out the top one hundred cryptocurrency gainers in the past twenty four hours, as you can see, Doge. Coin clearly leading the pack, no pun intended, followed by Shiba Inu up 18%, followed by Clayton up 6%, followed by Holo up 16%, and Mina up 16.7%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can literally see a sea of green for the top 100 alts, which is a great sign, but only a handful in the red. We got Clayton up 112%, Dogecoin 100, up 126% for the week, Shiba up 40%, and Hex up 40%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 34 in fear. Yesterday a 30, last week a 20, and last month a 22 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign invested are too worried, that could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD by that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. With that being shared, I want to welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live episode of Crypto News Alerts. Obviously, a lot going on in the market. It's good to see we're finally pumping after about six weeks of stagnation and being stuck at around 19,000, 19,3. It just feels good to finally have some uh, action, especially to the uh North, uh, obviously. And with that being shared, let's dive right into today's uh, Bitcoin technical analysis, shall we? Bitcoin attempted to retake 21,000 this morning on October 29th as weekend trading began on a strong footing, which you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, which is currently looking pretty bullish. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View follow Bitcoin as it rebounded overnight to local highs of 21,000 on Bitstamp, enough to clinch new six-week highs. Now, Bitcoin has seen a consolidatory phase ensue after its first trip to the 21,000 mark and the first time it had traded above 21,000 since September 13th and the subsequent retracement was modest in character. Bitcoin not even testing 20,000 before reversing higher once more. Now the end of the Wall Street trading week saw the Bitcoin price action follow U.S. equities, the S&P 500 and NASDAQ finishing October 28th up 2.5% and 2.9% respectively. And in a recent Twitter update, popular trader and analyst, 
Crypto Capo maintained an existing uh, exiting theory over how short-term price action should and would unfold, uh, quoting him here on Crypto Twitter. And this is the same time he summarized alongside a chart potentially showing the upside and downside target levels. And let's actually blow up this chart. You can see us bouncing all the way down to 13,000 before reclimbing and regaining momentum. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this crypto analyst that we're likely to see a double bottom below 17,500. Now, a cautionary macro note came from fellow trader John Wick, who warned that the US dollar may make a return to pressure risk assets, quitting him here. Now we want to see if we get a green dot breaking above the track line there. He commented on a chart of the US dollar currency index, better known as the DXY, and also wrote, if so, that's a bad combo leading into the Fed announcement November 2nd. Now, Wick was referring to next week's Federal Reserve announcement on interest rate hikes, these widely expected to match September's 0.75% increase. Meanwhile, Ethereum liquidations keep coming, seemingly still skeptical of the bull's abilities to produce further gains. Trader liquidations were once again mounting on the day. Data from monitoring resource CoinGlass shows shorts getting burned by the return to 21000 with the tally for October 29th totaling $95 million at the time of this recording. And by contrast, the day prior had seen just 14 million of liquidated shorts, while October 25th and the 26th combined delivered $661 million. Talk about Rex City and quoting uh, income sharks here. Retail all does the same thing and wonders why it never works out. And he says, record shorts at the bottom, record liquidations at the bottom, follow the herd and get slaughtered. He makes a great point. Now, ETH short liquidations on October 29th were already at $240 million at the time of this recording and look set to eclipse the previous day's totals. So there you have it. Let me know if you are currently bullish or bearish on the King Crypto Bitcoin as well as Ethereum. Do you think the Bitcoin dominance is likely to continue rising or do you think ether will continue to outpace a bitcoin for this particular bull run coming up as we have in the last bull run as eth has been actually outpacing btc as far as market value since its inception but you also got to consider that bitcoin was birthed a long time before eth so it is what it is with that being shared welcome once again to everyone just tuning into today's episode i'm your host jv and naturally we have a lot to cover so let's dive right into our next a story of the day, and that is a breaking news right here. El Salvador opening a Bitcoin embassy in the city of Lugano, Switzerland. Let's freaking go. El Salvador has signed a memorandum of understanding with the city of Lugano, Switzerland, aimed at spreading Bitcoin adoption across the continent. The Central American nation has also opened a Bitcoin office within Lugano, according to the country's U.S. ambassador, Melina. And during Tether's inaugural Plan B forum in Lugano on Friday, uh, she says that the office would be staffed by a new honorary consul devoted to advocating Bitcoin throughout Europe. And as she shares here, my fellow Salvadorans and I are very excited by the promise of Bitcoin, and I look forward to seeing this initiative and how it will help increase access to economic security and economic freedom for all. Let's go. Now, El Salvador became the first country in the world to establish Bitcoin as a legal tender back in September of last year. And despite the coin's massive price retracement since that time, its president, Nigel Bokele, remains supportive of its use and has even brought more or bought more during the dip. That's right. Lugano has taken a similar measure, making the asset a de facto legal tender alongside USDT and LVGA stablecoins in March. Now, Tether on Friday applauded the partnership between El Salvador and Lugano.
Lugano, quoting them here, we commend the pioneers leading Lugano and El Salvador for launching this initiative, which promises to foster the exchange of best practices and ideas regarding the power of cryptocurrency. Now, the stablecoin provider has already supported El Salvador with numerous Bitcoin adoption initiatives, such as sponsoring the upcoming Adopting Bitcoin conference. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on this mass adoption around the world? Let me know in the comments right down below in which country honestly, do you feel will likely be most like to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender next following El Salvador? Yesterday, I shared breaking story of Costa Rica potentially making Bitcoin a legal uh, financial product in their country. And if you missed it, be sure to check it out. I'll include the link somewhere around this video as that is very enticing. I love Costa Rica personally. Pura Vida is actually the first country I visited outside the United States and started living in when I was uh, a young adult. So just wanted to uh, shout them out. I also feel that Mexico has um, a great uh, opportunity to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender as well. As I've been covering, uh, I think the third richest man in Mexico, his name is Ricardo Salinas. He has been talking about Bitcoin adoption for quite some time. So please do let me know in the comments below, which country do you feel will likely be next to adopt Bitcoin as the, uh, as a legal tender? And I also feel obviously Switzerland has been embracing crypto as well. So I think this is a great big step to make an embassy for El Salvador in Lugano, Switzerland. With that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the latest developments of what's going on within uh, the XRP. On October 27th, Ripple released its quarter three market report stating that its holdings of XRP have dropped below 50%. For the first time, the company proudly stated it's becoming more decentralized, contrary to what the critics have claimed. It said that the ownership of XRP is not an indicator that Ripple controls the XRP ledger. Quoting them here, the XRP ledger, better known as XRPL, uses federated binazine consensus to validate transactions add new features, and secure the network, which means that each validator node gets one vote regardless of how much XRP they own. Ripple currently operates four out of 130 plus validator notes on the XR or XRPL. Now, however, the fact remains that a centralized company still holds and controls half of the token supply, which amounts to around 50 billion XRP. Now, in the third quarter, it released 3 billion more XRP out of escrow, as they announced here on crypto Twitter in the latest XRP markets report. We discussed Ripple's XRP holdings, now less than 50% of the total supply, the state of global crypto regulation, macroeconomic moves, and on-demand liquidity continued domination. So there you have it. And also, let's discuss their token sales, which have been slowing down. Ripple disclosed that its total net sales of XRP for the period were down to $310 million from uh, $409 million it sold in the second quarter. And it also added that these sales have been solely linked to its on-demand liquidity transactions which have been increasing, better referenced as ODL, one of Ripple's primary products, which facilitates cross-border transfers for financial institutions. The company highlighted its expansion with TravelX partnership, which will enable ODL in Brazil to allow transactions between Brazil and Mexico. Let's go. Other ODL partnerships included Singapore-based institutional digital payment solution provider FOMOPay. What a great name for a company, FOMOPay. And Philippine remittance service provider iRemit, quoting them here. Ripple has conducted to sell XRP only in connection with ODL transactions and ODL volumes have ramped up as Ripple ODL businesses expanded globally. Now, Ripple also posted an update on its drawn out battle with the SEC. It claimed a victory, victory 
<laughs> I had to throw that out there. Shout out to uh, Johnny Drama from Entourage. It claimed a victory when the regulator financially released crucial documents relating to a speech by former SEC division director Bill Hillman, uh, Hintman, quoting him here, in terms of the next steps in November, the SEC and Ripple will file reply briefs and from there await the judge's decision on the motions. It added, and earlier in the month, Ripple announced the testing of a Ethereum-compatible sidechain, which I covered in great detail here on the show. Now, Ripple's native token has gained 4% on the day and trading at around 50 cents at this time. And XRP prices has jumped in mid-September, but it has been relatively flat since, hovering around the current levels. XRP is currently down 86% from its January 2018 all-time high of $3.40. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on XRP, even though the lawsuit is still in action? Many analysts and lawyers on the case are predicting, including the boss of XRP himself, Brad Garlinghouse, their CEO, that this lawsuit can be officially over before the end of the year. And if that is to occur, you can probably expect the XRP price to continue pumping, considering the price has been suppressed uh, suppressed since this lawsuit had began back at the end of, uh, I think it was around November or December of 2020. So this has been going on now for almost two years. However, worst case scenario, according to Brad Garlinghouse, this lawsuit can stretch out till potentially mid next year which would be wild uh, to say the least. With that being shared, welcome once again, everyone just tuning in to, ta- uh, to today's live episode of Crypto News Alerts. Naturally, we have a lot to cover, so let's continue diving in and break down our next story of the day, which is a $60,000 Bitcoin bet. That's right, Jim Messina, a key advisor to former US President Barack Obama, thinks blockchain technology and cryptos are amongst the most exciting developments of our lifetime. Facts preach. The American is highly bullish in the King Crypto, saying he is ready to bet his Porsche that it will once again reach $60,000. Hey, I'd bet my Porsche as well. Just saying. In a recent interview for Fox News, Messina predicted that today's society will be remembered by two things, living in the time of COVID and reshaping the financial system with the help of blockchain technology and digital assets. Now, the American described himself as incredibly bullish on the industry, particularly Bitcoin. He admitted using the ongoing bear market as an opportunity to increase his exposure to the leading cryptocurrency, which is what you're supposed to do during a bear market, right? Now, asked about his future valuation, Messina says he is willing to bet his Porsche the Bitcoin will skyrocket to $60,000 in the years to come. Quoting him here from the interview, I am incredibly bullish on this. I am buying Bitcoin right now. I'll bet you my Porsche Bitcoin gets back to $60,000 send it. And I agree 100%. I feel it is only a matter of time. Now known as the Obama White House fixer, the 52-year-old recently shifted from politics to the world of crypto. Smart move. He joined Blockchain.com as a key advisor in 2021, and the firm has achieved some significant milestones since then. The CEO Castleman said much of the platform's success in Europe and in the USA is thanks to Messina's efforts. And apart from Barack Obama, he has advised numerous other prominent politicians throughout his career. Some top names include Italy's previous prime minister, Matteo, as well as ex-Argentine president and former UK prime minister, Theresa May. Now, Michael Saylor thinks Bitcoin will reach its all-time high in the next four years. And obviously, the uh, he is being extremely conservative to say the least, but here's what he had to share. Another individual who sees Bitcoin returning to its former glory, Michael Saylor, the MicroStrategy exec chairman, believes the asset's valuation will tap nearly 70,000 sometimes in the next four years. And true to himself, he forecasted the King Crypto can skyrocket to a half a million dollars per coin in the next decade if it matches the market cap 
of gold. Now, currently, there is a significant gap between the two assets' market caps. The precious metal is nearly $11 trillion, while Bitcoin is less than $400 billion. And in spite of this, Saylor says that given his performance or preference for the digital currency, he maintained that Bitcoin is 50 times better than the yellow metal last year and said it is obviously better than gold at everything that gold wants to be. Now, I agree 100%, but let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And to watch this interview of President Obama's deputy chief of staff, uh, saying that he's going to bet his, he would bet his Porsche that Bitcoin returns to $60,000. Check the show notes below the video in the description and let me know your thoughts surrounding his bull claim. And when do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely and realistically to return to its previous all time high, which we reached back in November of last year, which lo and behold was almost a year ago, insane how fast time flies. But when do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to reach Back to that all-time high, 6970,000. 70, Let me know in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now let's discuss this bullish Ethereum price prediction of 3,000. However, it's not too overly bullish considering the Ethereum price has already tapped around that $4,800 mark as a current high for the cycle. So 3,000 would return us right back on the right trajectory, but that doesn't necessarily mean a new all-time high. But with that being shared, let's dive right into this Ethereum price prediction. Ethereum went down by about uh, $1,500 range, and uh, the post-merge crash that Bitcoin and other cryptos endured during a few weeks has also helped the king of all altcoins back on top. The challenging period saw Ethereum struggle to hold and surpass the $1,300 and $1,400 levels. Now, while the recent bullish run that the crypto market had over the last couple of days helped ETH break out of its extended downtrend, it is still nowhere near the level it was at the same time of 2021. In November 10th of 2021, to be exact, Ethereum along with its rival Bitcoin, attained all-time highs with Ethereum settling at almost $4,900. Like, whoa. Now, the asset, however, wasn't able to hold that position as it slowly but consistently declined, losing 69% of its all-time high value. But according to Crypto Calio, a well-established crypto trader and analyst, based on its historical price performance, there is a good chance that Ethereum will break the $3,000 barrier by next year. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. He went on as far to say that such developments make much sense with the asset still having a challenging run, as he shared here on Crypto Twitter. ETH breaking above 3000 again in early 2023 makes sense, and he shares this chart. Now, for the first time in many months, the digital asset is exhibiting an upward trend line and is doing great in managing it as it swings, especially in its low zones. The last time Ethereum was able to hold the 1500 price range was way back in September 15th before it retreated in an uncontrollable descent, even after undergoing a massive network upgrade. Now, even with the altcoin surging over the last few days, many participants in the vast crypto space are left to wonder what went sideways after the much hype merge update. For one, the massive blockchain improvement was designed to have a long-term impact and not one that would be felt or seen or quantified over a short period of time. It is also important to remember that Ethereum, just like other cryptos, is greatly affected by major market forces such as inflation and interest rate hikes. Now, the threat of more restrictions being imposed on crypto assets also will affect prices as investors tend to think twice whenever full decentralization of digital currencies appear to be compromised by interventions from regulating offices like the U.S. SEC. So it is not clear yet if the recent price surge of ETH can also be attributed to the merge update, but experts are saying that the results of that development are yet to be seen and felt by the broader crypto space. So there you have it. Let me know if you are currently bullish or bearish on Ethereum, the leading smart 
contract platform. And when you feel realistically, Ethereum is likely to break 3000 as predicted here uh, by this analyst. I think it's inevitable to happen in 2023. I'd love to see Bitcoin return to an all-time high as well as Ethereum. Why not? And send the entire market parabolic as we prepare for the next Bitcoin halving in 2024. With that being shared, now let's dive into our final story of the day. The moment you have all been waiting for a $450,000 Bitcoin price prediction by the year 2025 as per crypto analyst, Tech Dev. And for all those just tuning in, I want to say welcome to today's live show of Crypto News Alerts. But without further ado, let's dive right into this prediction. He shared this tweet just yesterday from Tech Dev. Remains primary macro Bitcoin idea supported by the weekly on balance volume cycle wave three, referring to Elliott wave theory, consistently 3x longer than wave one. Primary three of cycle three between 100 and $120,000 in 2023, as per this chart. Primary four of cycle three, 20 five to 45,000 in 2024, followed by primary five of cycle three between 300 and $450,000 by 2025 and writes guides trading plan and invalidation. And this is all broken down in this chart. And this is one of seven. So let's continue going through it. For those wondering of three of cycle wave one does not enter I and the third of the third of cycle wave one is not the shortest minor. And he continues massive uncertainty in global markets post 2023 top two thesis for the rest of the decades are number one similar view here roaring uh, 20s referring to this tweet which is posted here the third grand super cycle since the first settlement 800 years of millennial cycle intact past performance is no guarantee of future result market is efficient not a timing tool risk managed rut 8,000 down to 130,000 SPX 21,000 NDX 80,000 Weimar style referring to Germany's 2030s depression SPX 800 a lot of technical detail there, but let's continue with tech dev number four, which is also similar to the great macro work by Rickus Trades, quoting him here, macro fun. Remember, there will always be a reason, a narrative to sell, a reason for fear. And this pullback on the low time frame was to be expected. Have a good one and I'll reply to most when I become more active again. Keep safe. And let's continue to number five uh, by Tech Dev. And the other, number two, severe risk asset drop post-2023 that several expect, which would almost certainly affect crypto's long-term bullish outlook for much of this decade's reminder. And that was number five and going to number six. In both cases, 2023, all-time highs in equities and crypto remains expectation, more uncertainty in what comes after. And seven, the last and final plan remains to scale out entirely into the next impulse and wait for the market to reveal which correction degree it then has in store with the help of some history informed tools and he's referencing some of the bollinger uh, bands here so very interesting insights to say the least uh coming from tech dev but let me know your thoughts surrounding his prediction that we can realistically see a 100 to 120 thousand dollar bitcoin price in 2023 or 300 to 450 thousand dollar bitcoin price in 2025 also like to point out that the stock the flow model is suggesting a six-figure Bitcoin price for the first time sometime between 2024 and 2025. We also have, uh, what's his name? 
Max Kaiser's buddy there. Um, it'll come to my reference here in a moment, but Max Kaiser is still predicting 220,000 before the end of the year. And his buddy is predicting who is running for mayor of, uh, Bitcoin City in El Salvador, Samson Mao. That's the name which slipped my mind. Um, he is predicting still 100,000 for this year. We also have Credible Crypto who is predicting a 350,000 potential Bitcoin price. My apologies, 150,000 Bitcoin price next year in 2023. And then, an expected crash before we go parabolic to new highs in the multiple six figures. But I'd love to know your honest thoughts. When do you feel realistically that the Bitcoin price will likely hit that critical six-figure mark, sending Bitcoin parabolic to $100,000 plus? And do you also agree with Michael Saylor that once Bitcoin's market cap can eclipse at least half of that of gold, which would be roughly $5.5 trillion at today's value, that we can likely see a $500,000 Bitcoin price, which means one-half million dollars per BTC? Let me know in the comments right down below. 